Hello, everybody. Welcome to Our Community, Our Mission. This is Barry Feeker, Executive Director of the Topeka Rescue Mission. And we are just about a few days away from Christmas. And uh, it's called The Most Wonderful Time of the Year, old Andy Williams song. I got Kim Turley here uh, with me again today. Hi, Kim. Um, So, and Kim is our Director of Volunteer Events and our Media Relations. And lately, you may have seen Kim doing some Most Wonderful Time of the Year commercials uh, on television about the Topeka Rescue Mission and uh, our Christmas uh, giving and uh, Christmas opportunities and how we help people. Uh, Kim, I've heard some pretty good feedback uh, uh, lately about those commercials. How's that feel to be out there? I heard the other day that you were uh, a commercial on the Dr. Phil show. How's oh, that feel? Oh, that's a uh, big time. <laughs> I actually had a guest stop me yesterday. And he's like, oh, I saw you on the TV. He's like, you'll do big commercials someday. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> well, you may. You very well may. Well, we really appreciate our media partners who uh, have been able to do that as no charge to the Topeka Rescue Mission. Um, uh, Josh, your husband, uh, and you have filmed that, put it together. Together and it's uh, just really, really great. We want to talk about Christmas, and so give us an update, um, just briefly, on what we're doing um, event-wise Christmas to help the guests of the community, uh, guests of the rescue mission mm-hmm. and the community. Just what are some of the highlights? Uh, I mean, this last Saturday was the holiday hero party. Um, for cool. our, Yes, we had Batman come and see. Batman. and <laughs> A lot of the guy uh, men on the men's side were like, oh, can we go see Batman, please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just for our Hope Center families, but it was a little chilly out there. But oh, it was. So mm-hmm. um, that was fun. And then we have the Walmart Christmas party this Friday night. And What's that mean? Um, Walmart um, here in North Topeka actually adopts the kids at the Hope Center. Um, and they pick out gifts for them. They come down and has, pass those gifts out to the kids, and they bring treats and have Santa come. And it's just a really fun time. They've been doing it for a number of years, yes, longer than I've been here. So mm-hmm. great people wrap yes. the gifts. Just uh, just a great fun time with them. It is. And so we have the Christmas distribution that's going on out in the community right now, and we have um, helped uh, I think over two thousand people uh, so far this year in the community uh, through a Christmas shopping and. And that's been awesome. And so we're getting ready for a big Christmas day. And uh, yeah. and so uh, the community is welcome to come mm-hmm. um, to uh, join us for uh, after 1 p.m. for lunch. Uh, but we'll be helping the guests here first. We have a really cool Santa Claus that'll be here every year and just making the kids he's feel like special. He's like the legit Santa Claus. He's I really think. legit. Yeah, like, the beard's real. No. He is. Mm-hmm. And he's got the rosy cheeks and everything. He does. And... Yeah, he does. And it's going to be 50-some degrees and raining, I guess. So, <laughs> you know, Sounds we had like our Christmas. blizzard here the other day and <laughs> almost blizzard but for us. But, yeah, so it's it's awesome. It's an awesome time of the year to be able to help people um, in so many different ways. But, you know, there are people, and maybe many of you who are listening, uh, when we think about this uh, this season and, um, and all of its joy and everything, that we don't really necessarily feel it's the most wonderful time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, those lyrics uh, Annie Williams uh, had sung, it's the most wonderful time of the year with the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you to be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the hap- happiest season of all. I think it's, <laughs> I may start singing here in a minute, probably not. Uh, with those <laughs> holiday greetings and gay happy meetings with friends come to call, it's the hap- happiest season of all. You know, and and part of those lyrics says people are going to tell you to be happy, mm-hmm. you know, and we want to be happy. You know, that Hallmark version. I know when I was a kid, there was very few television programs on about Christmas, but they were always the same ones every year. You know, you'd look forward to those same ones that would come on. I don't even think they play them anymore, but 
as a kid, I was just a great anticipation, not only of Christmas and, and, the, and the tree and what I might get under that tree, but these, these programs on and, and then it was over, mm-hmm. you know, it was over. And, um, and for so many people, we have this expectation of, we've got to feel really awesome about this time of the year. And, um, many of the people who come into the rescue mission certainly don't feel that way, do they? No, not at all. I mean, and then also it's just like, we're also pushing so much to make it when it's Christmas time, you have to be happy. Don't be a Grinch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good point. I yeah. mean, and so, and, and if you are grumpy during this time then you are, you called a Scrooge or a Grinch and, and that's not what we need to do. We need to be able to spread this joy and love year round instead of just putting it all in one month. You know, and that's a good point. Even, even Scrooge and the Grinch mm-hmm. were finally convinced yep. this is the happiest time of the year. But when they came to it, they came to it from a, a view of not just the, the the bells, the whistles, the tinsel, and all that kind of thing. They came to a deeper understanding mm-hmm. of what it's about. Uh, poor Scrooge had to go through a lot to be able to get to that place. But um, but we're all like that, is that, that there's pressures to buy, to give, to put stuff on credit cards, to do all this commercialized stuff. And, of course, our retailers, they appreciate that a lot, and sometimes that's how they keep going and those kind of things. But there's something missing in that, mm-hmm. and um, not uh, it's not you don't have to be just at a homeless shelter or have to be at a, a distribution at Christmas or the Christmas bureau to be a recipient, but you can be today wherever you are uh, in a situation going it's not really too happy this time of year because of things that are going on in your life. Yeah. So Kim, w- when we have people coming to the mission and they're broken, they have nowhere to go. Um, what is it that you think? Um, and you've been involved with the mission for a very long time, <laughs> as long as I have, but, uh, ever since you were a little girl uh-huh. and, uh, you're still a little girl, but, uh, <laughs> when you were a littler girl, um, you know, w- what is it that you, from your perspective and working with volunteers think is the real value of what we do here at Christmas time? It's just sharing love with those in need. I mean, just sitting and talking with something or with someone, sorry, a um, number of years ago, my old boss would always say is just talking about stop, look, and listen to those in need. Um, how a smile and just saying hello can go so much further. Um, and it's just sharing love with them. And it's not just putting Christmas cheer on them, putting our beliefs on them. That's not what we do here. Um, we just want to love on each person that comes through our doors. So. And, you know, and I think, I think that's, that's really it. I mean, we do have presence for people. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a tool to be able to help them with a need. Um, we just, um, had a, a gentleman that, uh, is an awesome guy out here who just asked for a bicycle for a little kid and we're lo- trying to get the bicycle for the child. And, and that's going to be something that's going to be fun. It's practical, uh, for this child to maybe get back and forth to school or mm-hmm. whatever, but it's an opportunity for people to understand that people care. And so we receive these gifts and we give out these gifts, but it's deeper than that. Yeah. It, it, it's really about, do I matter? Mm-hmm. You know, you could be sitting in a very nice home listening to this right now or driving a very nice car and, and be asking the same question, do I matter? It's true. Um, because of cir- circumstances in your marriage, um, mm-hmm. at your job, with your health or whatever, you know, it, it's, um, if we look back at that first Christmas and I don't think it was probably December 25th, but that's another story for another day with theologians, <laughs> but whatever that day actually was, mm-hmm. there was great darkness in the world. Um, people were wondering, where is God? What is the hope of the future? There was a promise that someday it would be better. And when those angels began to sing and those shepherds 
out in the field tending to their their sheep, their flocks. Um, and the angels appeared to them and said, there is great news. There is great joy. There's, there's tidings of, of great joy. And, and there were magi in the east, and they were looking for a sign, and they saw the star, and they started following the star, and they know this is special. And when they finally arrived to see Jesus, they knew this was the king. They yeah. were kings themselves. They, the Magi were, were, were kings, and, and yet they came to the real awareness of Christmas. And why would, they, why would they leave their lands? Why would they go away from where it was comfortable? Because they were in search for something that had meaning, mm-hmm. something that had hope, something that had substance to it. Uh, they brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and those were very precious things of the day. I think at least gold is today. Uh, but, uh, you know, they, they, they gave the best of what they had because they found what they needed the most. And so at the rescue mission and through our, our experience with Topeka Rescue Mission Ministries throughout the year, there's something beyond food, shelter, clothes, education, training, addressing trauma issues, having all these different activities, having Batman come to mm-hmm. join us. There's something deeper than, than that, and that is hope. Mm-hmm. that people really have lost hope. What do you see in regards to how that translates out from what you've learned with working with the guests? Of what, what does hopelessness look like? Uh, it's It looks different in every person, I feel like. Um, some people will try to put on the fake face and just kind of show mm-hmm. that they're doing okay. But, I mean, a lot of our guests are coming in here and they're at rock bottom um, and we're just supposed to be that hand up to get them up onto the next stepping stone. And um, and each person processes hopelessness different. Um, some are going to be more willing to talk to us and work through those. And some are just going to be more keeping to themselves. And we're going to have to find them certain programs to open them up, whether that be mentoring, things like that, or other guests reaching out to them. Um, I mean, it just ranges in different areas um, for each person. So It really does. And and the uh, same thing with volunteers, um, mm-hmm. our contributors. Uh, we have some folks that come to help us out who are at rock bottom as well. Sometimes that's why um, they find the rescue mission a great place to come to help others to be able to um, come up out of their rock bottom. And mm-hmm. there, there's, there's a God economy there, and I call it the God economy. He's got a system here that he has um, made... Uh, opportunities for us to reach out and minister to other people. And when we're in our own depression, our own discouragement, our own hopelessness by helping other people, it can really do something amazing to change our whole perspective. Mm-hmm. Not just to look at say, somebody's got something worse than me, you know, oh, yeah. and pity them, but actually to engage with them in a relationship. One of the things that uh, we have found, even with the most hardcore homeless that are outdoors and maybe have lived in an unsheltered situation and dealing with drugs and mental illness and disease and those kind of things, when we begin to have a relationship with them that's real and genuine and they know we care mm-hmm. and, 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 and we begin to see that they're really a person mm-hmm. rather than this label, there's a phenomenal thing that happens with both people. That is just, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that I think is what um, we hope to communicate today is this is the most wonderful time of the year. If we understand what the time of the year really is about. Exactly. And uh, of course we have the little cliche, Jesus is the reason for the season. Okay. Well, that's great. What does that mean? You know, <laughs> Jesus is the reason for the season. Rhymes really cool, mm-hmm. um, but really is the reason. And it is the most powerful event 
around the world that is celebrated in so many different cultures, and yet today people are going, why do we do this? What's the value of it? Um, we don't feel it because of all these situations going on, but at the same time, it is the most wonderful time of the year because when God sent his son into this world to be the hope of the world because he loved us so much, and when we really dive into that whole message um, about God's incredible love for us and to give us a gift, the most precious gift that the creator of the universe could ever give, his only, only, only child, and not only give to come on a day as a present to say, hey, I'm here, I love you, and I'm going to show you the way, but I'm also going to one day die for you. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to pay the penalty for your sins. I'm going to take the rap for your crimes. And sometimes that is so mystical to us, that is so distant to us, but when we talk with folks who have made mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake and they don't know any way out of that room of mistakes and we say, you know what, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how many mistakes that you've made. Doesn't matter um, to God that you have done things that violate his law in regards to those mistakes because it is under the blood of Christ. And there's no way, there is no way humanly possible that we can make that happen except for somebody that comes along and says to the judge who is God, um, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. What an incredible thing that Jesus said when he was on that cross. Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. We, we say, that, well, there, there's so many these sins, that these mistakes that we made, these the ways that we do our life, that there's no way God could forgive that. Well, there isn't any way that God, a holy God, can forgive that except to give a gift of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And that's the most wonderful piece of this. And it's not just one time a year. Yeah, It is all the time. And that's what's unique about the Topeka Rescue Mission and ministry and our opportunity here is that we have a sign that's been up on this building for decades, and it says, Jesus saves. Jesus saves. What does that word save mean? It means makes complete. So the most wonderful time of the year is that Jesus is being recognized as coming into the world to make us whole, to make us complete, to save us from our sins but to also make us complete. How awesome is that? It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. And and, and so he has taught us in light of that to love those in front of us, Mm -hmm. to minister to their needs, and to enjoy this journey of relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Kim, as we're going to close today, uh, we're going to be having Christmas here in a few days. What would you say um, as people um, wake up on Christmas morning, what would be the thing that you would um, encourage them to think about today, whether they're at their home or at the rescue mission, they're in the homeless camp, living in their car, Mm -hmm. what would you say? Well, one thing that I've come to, we started doing our own tradition at our house is something that Josh grew up doing. And every, before they start opening presents, they read the Christmas story. Um, So it's just nice so I think families can do that. I mean, mm-hmm. most people have a Bible in their house, whether it's hiding someplace, but it's just reading the Christmas story to remind us before we open those gifts, what the reason really is. Um, and also seeing happy birthday, Jesus. I mean, celebrate yeah, pretty it. Pretty cool, huh? So, pretty cool. Yeah. There's going to be a big celebration next year in 2020 or yeah. in December. That's going to be uh, 
all over the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are calling it a birthday party for Jesus, and uh, you and Josh are going to go attend a, a meeting of, about that in Dallas uh, <laughs> yes. here pretty soon. And 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 so it's going to be a wonderful time. That's not this year. That'll be in 2020 in mm-hmm. December. Um, but it is about around celebrating the birth of Christ coming into the world, but meeting people's needs practically. It's going to be a whole yep. citywide thing we're doing. I guess we're, we may be even doing a statewide thing on this. We don't know, but it's going to be done in all 50 states. And, and it's just exciting for people to say, let's do something really, really good mm-hmm. and practical to help people, and let's celebrate the most wonderful time of the year. So, Kim, thanks for being here today, and thank Thank you you. all for listening, and we want to say have a blessed Christmas that's coming up. Thanks for listening to Our Community, Our Mission. If you'd like to find out more information on Topeka Rescue Mission, go to trmonline.org, trmonline.org. If you want to help us financially, you can give there, and also you can text to give to TRMGIVE to 77977, TRMGIVE to 77977. Thank you for joining Our Community, Our Mission.